This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Happy Wednesday. Welcome. Major Mortgage Man Cave. Jason Walker Show. Beautiful day. Just went outside to bring the uh, garbage can back in. It's nice. Very nice. Um, big show today. It is That's What She Said Wednesday. So we're going to talk to Kirsten Cruel. She uh, covers hockey for St. Cloud State and a lot of other stuff in Minnesota. She... Uh, we're just going to chat with her because um, because we can and get her thoughts on on uh, sports in this time. So, also, Kate the Chemist will join us. Dr. Kate Bieberdorf. She's a uh, professor at the University of Texas, has a couple of books out and some great experiments, and we will talk uh, with her coming up uh, as well today. Also, on this day in history... And the walk-off all coming up. And just a reminder, before we uh, continue here, with the stay-at-home order now through a uh, 24th of April, issued by the governor, this is, a, again, you know, a great time for you to be reminded to check out our fantastic food sponsors, Cafe Zydeco, The Mother Load, Dinner's Done Right. Dinner's Done Right, by the way, um, the soup, salad, and nacho bar temporarily shut down because of this virus. You can still order the great food from the menu to take home. You pay online, you order online, you go home, you eat it. Okay. Uh, same with Cafe Zydeco, same with the Mother Load, and also uh, Green Meadow Country Club. If you are a member out of Green Meadow Country Club. Now, if you're not, then you need to become a member. We'll talk more about that a little bit. Support our, our great sponsors that have food. Not only that, but also Rutgers Furniture, Auto Concepts, Major Mortgage. If you have any questions this time of, uh, of year, and you know Mike Miller State Farm as well. Great sponsors and a whole lot more. All right. Uh, so we're going to begin today with another cancellation because that's that's where we are in this world. The CNFR, College National Finals Rodeo, was canceled today. Now, they were going to wait. Remember the uh, NIRA, the National Intercollegiate Rodeo Association, came out a couple of weeks ago and said they were going to, you know, obviously spring rodeos and all that was canceled for college. And they said they were going to wait till the middle of May to make a decision May 14th to make a decision on the CNFR. Well, today is not May 14th. Today is April the 8th. And they came out today and said, it's not going to happen. So, according to uh, the statement that was uh, uh, released today, organizers of the CNFR in Casper, Wyoming say, quote, as everyone involved with this event can testify, this is not the outcome we were hoping for. But public safety during the COVID-19 pandemic is our most important concern. We know every student, athlete, coach, school administrator, parent, and fan grieves the loss of this special event. This is a devastating, or this is devastating for all of us, but mostly for the NIRA athletes. We share your grief. This is unprecedented. May we all heal, extend grace, and recover to a better world, end quote. Sounds like someone died, but grieving the loss, okay, that's a little extreme, but we saw it coming. 
was set to start June 14th, run through the 20th in Casper at the Casper Event Center. So in 2013, which is apparently the latest info they have, uh, the Casper Area Convention and Visitors Bureau estimated rodeo fans spent $8.1 million for that week while in town. $2.2 million on food and beverages and another $1.8 million on shopping. So it sucks. The CNFR is not happening this year. And it absolutely is terrible. You think about just the big sky region with Montana State, uh, men and women, think of UM Western as well. But the individuals that don't get to compete just out of the big sky region, that includes Paige Rasmussen from Montana State. But we saw it coming, right? And the fact that it's happening is, it sucks. It's all you can say. There is going to be no college national finals rodeo this year. Hopefully they're back next year. Hopefully everything's back next year, but at this point, who the heck knows? Uh, so then there's this. Jason Walker Show, by the way, brought to you in part by Nitro Green. Make sure you get on the schedule now for Nitro Green. Um, get all your lawn, pest, and tree needs taken care of, okay? So according to Jim Murphy, the State Health Department, uh, Communicable Disease Control and Prevention Bureau Chief, said today that there were no cases of this COVID-19 that were spread at state basketball tournaments last month. Bozeman, Billings, Butte, Missoula, the site of the four classifications, the eight state tournaments. And we know it was canceled after two days. We know how I feel about it. should have been not run at all. But according to Murphy, an investigation into the confirmed cases that Montana has show has shown, allegedly, that there was no spread at the four events. So I'm waiting for people, and I'm sure they're coming. Well, Jason, we told you we could have run the tournament, blah, 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 blah. See, we could have played, blah, blah, blah. We didn't have to cancel. We could have played on Saturday. Keep talking. Hindsight's twenty twenty for everybody, right? Yeah. Supposedly, there were no cases spread of COVID-19 at the state tournaments. Okay. I said there would be. I was wrong, allegedly. I'll admit that. But that doesn't mean that we should have kept playing. Got a tweet last night from a, a guy, his name is Rich. And uh, he said, Jason, I don't know you, but I'm wanting to be a fan, and I follow you on Twitter. I love that you're all Montana. You recognize and support our athletes. Dot, dot, dot. What's your beef with the MHSA? You roasted the decision to hold slash continue state hoops tournaments, and now again questioning the decision to wait a little bit longer to outright cancel spring sports. Why? It appears to me that MHSA is and has been following the advice of the experts all along. No question mark. Maybe it's good fodder. Question mark. You tell me. All right. So here's my response to Rich. Um, I appreciate you following. I'm going to read what I wrote verbatim. Here's my opinion. I think, and I've said this before, once the NAI and the NCAA canceled the spring sports seasons, as well as colleges and universities holding school remotely and canceling graduations. That should have been a clue for the MHSA to realize that spring sports are just not going to happen this year. Other states have seen this, and they've canceled, i.e. Washington, i.e. Wyoming. Oh, and by the way, the CNFR just got canceled. Where that? Wyoming, which canceled its spring sports yesterday or Monday. Idaho's seriously looking at it as well. I added, look, I wish the high school kids could have a season, and I do, but not at the risk of health of them or people around them. People uh, smarter than us, literally everyone listening to this program, know less about this virus than the people that are smarter than us. 
and they're asking us to stay home. And again, it's my opinion, and I'm allowed to have it. And I'm not mad at Rich. Rich, that was a great, great question, and I answered Rich very well. And very honestly. So I just, we'll find out tomorrow. They're going to revisit tomorrow. MHSA will revisit again whether or not to have spring sports. And at what point do you keep going? All right, so the governor issued the stay-at-home order, extended it to April 24th. All right, so you're going to wait till April 27th. Possibly. This is this is what I think MHSA will end up doing because they're MHSA. They're going to wait until April 27th to 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 do you know or, or even the week before because the stay-at-home order is set to expire on the 24th. So some point in between the 20th and the 27th, MHSA will reevaluate after tomorrow because this is what they're going to say tomorrow. And then at the end of April, they're going to say, okay, well, let's play spring sports. So you get a week of practice because you have to have five days of practice. They halved it from 10 that you normally are supposed to have. So you're looking at the first part of May for spring sports in the state of Montana. Okay, so you go right into districts and divisionals and state. So you're going to give these kids three weeks there's a really good chance these kids are not going to be able to have high school graduations, which absolutely sucks. And I feel for them, especially if you're a parent of a kid who might be on the fringe of graduating in the first place. If your kid's going to graduate and barely squeak by his senior year or her senior year, you want that graduation. You want to see it happen. But it's not. My 21, soon-to-be 22-year-old daughter down in Bozeman is set to graduate with honors, and there's going to be no recognition of a graduation. It happens, okay? It's the it's where we are on April 8th, 2020, okay? Deal with it. And it sucks for the CNFR. I love rodeo. You know that. It sucks for the high school sports kids. I love them. You know that. I just want the right decisions made. I'm not a doctor. I can't even pick out my own clothes. My daughter, almost two years old, picked out my shirt today. By the way, I think it brings out my eyes. What do you think? Okay. Uh, oh, I also saw this today. The 2020 paddlefish season on the Yellowstone in the lo- uh, lower Missouri, If you for a yellow tags, because there's difference. Uh, from May 15th to June 1st, were canceled because of COVID-19. Not because fish have it, but people can't social distance. So, there you go. All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, I cannot wait. Had a, a great chat with uh, this lady yesterday. She is a doctor. She is a scientist. She's going to explain what the hell COVID-19 is. And also... She's fantastic with experiments, and we're, uh, we'll show some of them, maybe, uh, if we can get the thing to work. Uh, but Dr. Kate Biebendorf, Bieberdorf will join us when we return. Also still to come, that's what she said with Kirsten Krull, and a whole lot more. It is a Wednesday. It is the Jason Walker Show, and we are coming right back. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Wednesday. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Kirsten Krull will join us coming up. That's what she said here in about uh, 20 minutes. Also, uh, got an interesting, uh, I'm not a skater, um, by any means, uh, or a stunt man or any of that gaming stuff or any of this stuff. But I got a, uh, Tony Hawk was on Jim Rome today and we'll, uh, we'll play something interesting from that, uh, coming up here in a little bit. It's pretty cool. It's a Montana connection. And since that's what we try to mostly talk about is Montana stuff. Anyway, all right, so COVID-19 is out there. It's been out there. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. A lot of stuff is not accurate. A lot of stuff is being added that shouldn't be talked about. Anyway, we won't go political. But uh, we haven't really gotten a scientist to talk about COVID-19. We don't know what the heck it is. But there's the possibility that you're going to get a self-explaining, uh, a great explanation now. Joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, by the way, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture, but on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline is, her name is Dr. Kate Bieberdorf. She is a professor at the University of Texas, has some fantastic books out, and she's going to tell us how to keep kids entertained during the stay-at-home uh, stuff and Experiments you can do in your kitchen with your kids. Um, some of her stuff is fantastic. You might have seen her on Late Night uh, with Stephen Colbert, other shows as well. But uh, her name is Dr. Kate Bieberdorf, and she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. How are we doing today? Good. How are you doing? You know, I'm just living a dream. Getting to talk to a, a real doctor is always a good thing first thing in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, Dr. Kate uh, Bieberdorf joining us here on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about your books here in a second, but 
you're a scientist, you're a doctor. Take me through exactly what COVID-19 is. It's a virus, and it is a virus that is catching on very, very quickly. And the problem is we are getting a super fast infection rate, and because of that, we are overloading our hospitals, and that is causing problems. And so what's happening is we're asking everybody to self-isolate or just stay home as much as possible so that we can slow down how quickly this virus is passing in the same way that it transitions from one human to another human like the flu does. Um, But it moves from us, from one person to another so quickly that we're just trying to slow that rate down so that our hospitals and our hospital staff can stay on top of it and we can have enough equipment um, to make sure that we can have as much success as possible. So that's the big issue with it. I get all that. Um, we we don't know where it came from. Some people say it's a, a, a bat in a lab, but a, uh, aside from Ozzy Osbourne, I don't recall people eating bats. But uh, <laughs> the, not that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> so the big thing I'm trying to tell everybody, the big thing I'm trying to tell everybody with that is the first thing is stop making your own hand sanitizer. Um, that's that's a bad thing. That what we're seeing is that the CDC is testing that and seeing that people are either not doing a good enough job, so they're not absorbing enough alcohol or using the right alcohol, or they're not using a preservative so the alcohol actually stays in their hand sanitizer. So the first thing is stop that. And the second thing is make sure you're scrubbing your hands when you're washing your hands. So it's not actually the soap that's killing the virus. It's the fact that you are scrubbing. It's that 20 seconds of scrubbing where you're using your fingernails to rip open the membrane. So this virus actually doesn't have a thick membrane on the outside. It's relatively weak. And so you can actually use your fingernails to just rip it apart. And then when you do that, that's what kills the virus itself. So it's the scrubbing, not the soap. Okay, so why why haven't I heard about this in the last two months? It's just wash your hands real good. You actually say drag, scrape your hands. Yeah, you want to use a scrub brush to scrub really hard. Um, so honestly, I think it has to do with science communication. And so a lot of people are trying to communicate that. They're, they think they're saying that, uh, but they're just not out in the real world talking to non-scientists a lot. And that's my specialty. So I'm trying to break it down as much as possible to make, like, give you a visual. Because I think you can visualize ripping apart a virus, right? Like, so that's what you're doing. So now go do that. But if you're just saying, wash your hands, everyone's like, okay, I'll wash my hands. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so think of it as like uh, I've been watching a lot of reruns of MASH where they're scrubbing up before they go into the OR. You just really, yeah, just yeah. scrub up good. Be- pretend you're a doctor. Exactly. Pretend you're a doctor. Why not? What else are you going to do? <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kate the Chemist joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. You're a professor at Texas, scientist, a science uh, entertainer, and you've got a couple of books out. And I'm looking forward because I have an almost two-year-old, and... There's a lot of things that you can do with one of your books, the big book of experiments, that can keep kids from all ages entertained while we're quarantined at home. Exactly. Yeah, so there's 25 experiments. They're safe for kids to do at home. Um, so what I do with my Kate the Chemist career is I travel across the country and blow stuff up for kids and try to get them excited about science. But I go everywhere. I go to Roswell, New Mexico, Newton, Iowa. I also go to New York and L.A., and so it's super important to me that to make sure that every experiment in my book, that every single kid, no matter where they're from, what their socioeconomic status is, that they can actually do these experiments. So all of these experiments, you probably have the stuff you need for them already in your kitchen or your craft store. Um, and so something like for your two-year-old, I would highly recommend my, my experiment called Raincoat. Um, and all you need for that one is crayons and a little bit of water. And so you can have a lot of fun with that. And you teach kids about what birds do with their feathers. Um, and how they stay nice and warm and dry. It's, it's, so there's a lot of cute options depending on your ages. But if you have somebody who's like a 14-year-old, um, I also have a double balloon rocket. And so that one takes a couple hours to build, and you're shooting a rocket across your living room. It's one of my favorite ones. My big 80-pound dog hates it, um, but I really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Um, how did you get into this? What, what intrigued you about science? Well, I think I've always been a little bit of, tom- of a tomboy. I liked mixing things together. My mom was awesome. She let me use this one bathroom and mix any shampoo and conditioner and whatever I found in there. I could just mix it in a bowl and have fun with it. Um, but I had a fantastic teacher in my sophomore year of high school, Mrs. Palsrock, and she just brought chemistry alive. She was passionate. She was excited. 
And so for me, ever since I was 15, I knew I wanted to be a chemist. That's a, that, I mean, that's fantastic. Science was not one of my great subjects in high school, but reading about your books, it makes it it, it makes it to where kids, I think, are going to be a lot more excited because if you get to blow stuff up, I mean, that's always fun, right? I think so. I mean, that's why I'm attracted to it. When <laughs> when I'm not stuck at home, I'm lighting my hands on fire. I breathe fire. I play with like the nitrogen all the time. So I I love that aspect, and I I still have that piece with me. So I just wanted to try to bring science alive for younger kids, um, and especially girls. I mean. I don't, the book isn't for girls by any means, but I, I have a soft spot in my heart for that. I want to make sure that girls can see that science is cool. Everybody can be a scientist. doesn't matter who you are, what you like. <laughs> I love that because uh, I'm a huge fan of, you know, and supporter of women in athletics, and I think this is great when you get women in science. And um, What's the most dangerous experiment that you've done that 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 you still enjoy? Um, so I love to breathe fire into a bouquet of hydrogen balloons. There's four balloons and they're filled with hydrogen gas. So you breathe fire into the balloon bouquet and that just, they all ignite and you can have different metals inside of them and they spark and have different fireworks. So I was on a late night with Stephen Colbert and so if you check that segment out, you'll be able to see me breathe fire and you'll also see the hydrogen balloons. And so if you combine those two, that's the experiment I was talking about. Mm. And it is so fun, but one time I accidentally lit my hand on fire. Uh, so that <laughs> that one <laughs> is a little dangerous, but now I know how to do it perfectly safely. Uh, so I'm, I'm good with it. But <laughs> that is that is uh, that's great. Uh, Kate, the chemist, joining us here, Jason Walker show. All right, take me about the tell me about this other book, Dragons versus Unicorns. Now it's a it's a middle school uh, middle school type fiction series, um, but it stars you. It does, yes. So it is the first of four, and it is a little 10-year-old version of myself, a little Kate the Chemist, and she goes around and uses science to solve problems in her neighborhood and at school. And it's basically a 10-year-old version of myself, but where I get to do science that I probably wasn't allowed to do at 10 years old. So I get to have a little bit of an imagination. And it's so fun for me because with science, everything is so like accurate and factual, and you have to be so specific, and you have to be so technical and this was so fun for me to write because in a fiction series, I can just kind of let my brain go and be creative and have fun. And I got to wear pink cowboy boots in this story just because. And <laughs> so it was it was really fun for me to write. And I think it's a way to grab um, students or kids who might not necessarily know they like science or might not already have that passion for it. Because it's really just a cute story about kids doing things that every fifth grade kid does. Uh, but there's a little bit of science peppered into it. So it's educational, but hopefully they don't think of it that way. Well, I'm looking forward to getting them, for, like I said, for my for my uh, my almost two-year-old. Uh, she loves just everything. And, you know, obviously as a two-year-old, she's experimenting with a lot of different things. Uh, can't wait to work with a lot of this stuff that, that, you know, Kate the Chemist, the big book of experiments, or get this this fiction series going as well. Uh, Dr. Kate Bieberdorf, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, I got to know, how much longer are we going to be quarantined, stay at home, all this stuff? Uh, before sports resumes and before life resumes. I know. I don't know. I, my heart goes out to all these athletes, these student athletes in March Madness. I mean, so I'm a college professor, and I teach these 18-year-olds, and I can't even imagine the 22-year-olds, the seniors. This is their last year. They wanted to play so badly. I just I feel for them. So I'm just hoping that when all this is over and everybody kind of steps forward on with their lives, that maybe we could do some other tournament, like just for fun, bring these kids together, let them like actually have their senior year. Because I just, oh, it's so heartbreaking. I mean, March Madness, how mm-hmm. did we, like, oh, this just kills me. Uh, looking forward to reading your books, like I said. And and I want to learn how to make edible snot, which sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, you were a Double Bear fan, weren't you? <laughs> I was. How did you know that? Well, I saw that you, you like to make slime, so I figured, hey, double dare slime, it all works. Oh, blast from the past. Absolutely. My sister and I loved watching that. It was one of our favorite <laughs> shows growing up. Well, I know you got to run. You're a busy uh, person, but Dr. Kate Bieberdorf, Kate the Chemist, I'm looking forward to reading those books. Good luck with them, and uh, stay safe. Scrub your hands. Yes, scrub your hands. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you.
That is uh, Dr. Kate Bieberdorf uh, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Highline here on the Jason Walker Show. That uh, uh, you, you go to Dr. What is it? KateTheChemist.com. KateTheChemist.com. And uh, there's some great, great videos of her. Um, this was. Let's see if I can pull this one up here. See if it works. Um, yeah. So let's let's watch let's watch one of these. So you can, if you're just listening, you can watch. Uh, you can go to katethechemist.com, watch on yourself, or uh, you can watch us on Facebook uh, a little bit later on. But um, man, that's so nuts! Liquid nitrogen. Can we? Do we? Does the normal person? Can we just buy liquid nitrogen? Because that would be awesome. Uh, Jason Walker show is uh, brought to you in part by Manscaped. Yeah, supposedly got the NFL draft coming up soon, uh, in a couple of weeks, and. It's uh, going to be virtual, okay? Supposedly. It's going to be all virtual. Supposedly it's going to happen. It's what they're all saying. Um, but everybody has to be home, all the draft experts, all that stuff. You have to be home. But uh, Manscaped is uh, is out with its new Lawnmower 3.0. And, you know, the NFL draft with this no live sports stuff, there's increasing excitement around it. Uh, it's about new beginnings. And our sponsor at Manscaped is here to give you uh, and your balls a new beginning. Now I'm talking about... The ball trimmer. Precision engineered tools for the family jewels. This is the only men's brand in Manscaped that dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Nothing better than finding a diamond in the rough in the fifth round, right? Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 will help find that in yourself. It, uh, the 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. That includes the Crop Reviver, the Crop Preserver, and Cologne, which is fantastic smelling. Uh, the uh, third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge uh, ceramic blade, which, by the way, you get every three months replaced. There you go. And think about this, guys. When you trim the hedges, tree stands taller. Get 20% off and free shipping. Go to manscaped.com, use the code WALKER20, at manscaped.com, 20% off free shipping, W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0, manscaped.com. If you're watching, that is a before picture of manscaped.com, and here is your after picture of using Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. And if you're listening, you have to go to Facebook to find out what pictures we're showing. All right, there you go. Jason Walker Show, rolling on. Uh, coming up in just a couple of moments, that's what she said with Kirsten Kroll uh, from St. Cloud State out in Minnesota. She does a whole lot of stuff with hockey and sports, and I cannot wait to talk with her as a reporter. What's she doing now with no sports? Um, but before we get there, I did see this, and I wanted to share it. So Tony Hawk was on the Jim Rome podcast today and was asked about Jim Rome asked him if he ever met Evil Knievel, and here's what Tony Hawk had to say on the Jim Rome podcast. Yeah, it, it was, can... I mean, he's he's a big reason that I ever wanted to do stunts. Tell me. 
I got to, uh, well, I mean, I saw, you know, I saw all of his jumps when I was a kid. Like, he was a hero. And, you know, just the fact that he tried it was amazing. But um, I did get to do a photo shoot with him in Montana. I flew to Montana. I think it was for Men's Journal. And he towed me on my skateboard with his bike. This is absolutely amazing, right? So like, I have a photo of literally sketching on Evil Knievel's motorcycle and wearing his helmet. <laughs> it, was, it, it was amazing. It, it, that was amazing. Before you... So uh, Tony Hawk on the Jim Rome podcast uh, earlier today, and uh, that's pretty cool. And Tony Hawk hanging out in Montana with Evil Knievel. How awesome is that? Uh, so anyway, there you go. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to talk uh, sports with a reporter that covers sports. But what is she covering now? Her name is Kirsten Krull. She just won a big award as well. And we'll talk to her when we come back next here on the Jason Walker Show. This last segment brought to you by our good friends at Rutgers Furniture. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. Final segment here on the uh, on, a, on a, the Jason Walker Show. On a beautiful day. Really nice. Like, great golf weather. Like, we should be out golfing right now. But instead, we're doing the show, which we enjoy doing as well. Jason Walker Show brought to you in part by Dinner's Done Right. And Dinner's Done Right is offering curbside delivery. Just order online, check out the menu, get it to go. Obviously... Uh, as well as Cafe Zydeco and the Motherload, all of our great sponsors here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, I want to get right to it. Uh, our next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline is uh, is going to graduate the next month from St. Cloud State uh, University in uh, Minnesota, but uh, she covers hockey. She covers a lot of different things out there at St. Cloud State, and uh, joining us on the Jason Walker Show is Kirsten Kroll. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. So we've been trying to line this up for a while, but uh, you are 
like I said, we were just talking set to graduate next year or next month without a ceremony. How tough is that going to be? You know, I think it was a lot harder initially when we first found out. And so now I've kind of come to terms with it. I have a numerous amount of friends who are also planning to graduate next month. And it was really disappointing to say the least that, you know, you spent four or five years working towards a degree and you don't get to walk at a ceremony. But at the end of the day, it's still got to look for positive is what I've been trying to do. And still graduating, still getting ready for the next chapter, wherever that's going to be. So that's still exciting, but still a little disappointing to not have a big special day that I always thought I'd get to have. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what, what people like, uh, you know, seniors are going through right now, not only uh, there, but also in high school um, and, and in college. But um, how, how often have you talked to, uh, to, was it Katie Emmer? Because she's uh, done, she was a St. Cloud State grad too, and I think she's doing some webinar with uh, STAA coming up this week, but she's out in Philly. Yep, she's out in Philly. She's covering the Flyers for NBC now, and it's a great job for her, and she loves hockey. She is one of the biggest hockey people I've ever met, so she's perfectly in her element where she is right now, and she's just doing a great job out there. But, yeah, I got to work closely with Katie for a few years at St. Cloud State, and I got to learn a lot from her, too. She was the ringside reporter for St. Cloud State Hockey before I was, so... It was really great, and it's really cool seeing where she's going in her career right now and also just having great people that have come through the program like her to get to learn from people. Kirsten Kroll joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right, so how did you get into covering St. Cloud State uh, hockey team? Um, well, it's kind of a funny story. I had started the college search back in junior year of my high school, and I'd known from seventh grade that I wanted to go into sports broadcasting, so I kind of just always had it in my mind that this is the career path I was going to go down. But once it came time to start looking at colleges, it was just a matter of, okay, well, where am I going to go to school that has the program that will allow me to take the next step to do that? And so I heard Central State had a broadcasting program, and there was an advisor coming to my high school one day to talk about the university. And so... Also, it was an excuse absence to get out of class, so that was a big reason why just kind of, you know, had to do something else besides sit in the classroom, and so I went to the meeting, and then without me even asking or saying anything, she started talking about the sports broadcasting program there, how the Airbnb Fox Sports North, our regional sports network, and just the great opportunity to cover hockey there. I wasn't raised in a hockey family. It was like NASCAR, football, baseball that was always on, and so... I didn't start watching hockey until my junior year of high school because right after that meeting, I was like, that's where I'm going to go to school at. So it's two and a half hours from home, not too far, very affordable. And so I was like, this is it. This is going to be perfect. And so I applied to the school that I've ever even visiting, and it just, it was honestly the best choice I could have made to go there. That is, uh, that's a great story because you wonder how, you know, people and what age they decided, hey, I want to do sports. And, I, you know, I've known since I was like fifth grade, sixth grade, this is all I've ever wanted to do. Uh, but you get to work at an actual network in college. That's got to be pretty cool. It is. It's definitely a very unique experience. And I've had other people from other programs around the country and college reach out to me asking, well, how did you – Able, how were you able to be on like other channels? And honestly, the answer is I just got lucky with where I picked to go to school. My professors and faculty, they have built really strong connections with people in the industry, especially with Fox Sports North. That was a long-going relationship that they had with our program just because of the equipment that we have and the program we have. And so they're impressed by it and with the students that come through are able to do so. My answer is I just got really lucky and picked wisely with my school. <laughs> uh, Kirsten Kroll joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, it's the Huskies, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, so did you play sports? I played volleyball for about six years, so from sixth grade to my junior year of high school. Okay. And then you gave it up and started watching hockey. Um, I got a mm-hmm. chance this year to do two uh ACHA hockey games, the uh, college club teams out here, um, well, they're all over the country, but I'd never done hockey play-by-play before, and i got to tell you, 
you know, I'm, I've done football, baseball, basketball, all that stuff. Hockey's fun, and it's but it's extremely tough because of the line changes and how quick the game moves. Did you have trouble adjusting? As far as sideline report, or I should say ring set or putting in the right. season, as far as that one, it wasn't too hard for me just because I think ring set reporting is so different from play-by-play or color. It's just you don't really necessarily feel the change of pace, but things can change in an instant in hockey, and I think that's also what makes it so exciting. And so, you know, 10 seconds left in a period, it could be a tie game, but before you get that intermission interview, some people ask, like, oh, well, don't you really have your players and questions straight out or have someone telling you what to ask? And no. And so <laughs> when there's a goal that happens with, like, 10 seconds left in a game and it changes the winner of the game and everything, the storyline completely changes. So in that instance, I think sometimes, it, I mean, it kind of writes itself at that point for how you go about it. But that is the only time I've ever really had to adjust to the pace of the game necessarily from my end of things. Gotcha. Kirsten Kroll joining us here, Jason Walker Show. It is completely different, though. Uh, hockey is, you know, it's different than volleyball. It's because, like I said, the the, the quickness, the speed, um, plus, you know, I, I think a puck hurts a lot worse getting hit in the head than a, than a volleyball, am I right? Oh, no, absolutely. Luckily, I have never <laughs> had to deal with getting hit in the head or the face of the puck, but I've had been taking a few volleyballs to the face. <laughs> that didn't feel great either, but well, no. I've come close standing on the bench at games that's puck hitting, but thankfully I have not had to encounter that. Hey, how cold is it down on the ice for you? The Brook Center. So we play hockey at the Herbrook National Hockey Center in St. Cloud. I will say it is one of the coldest rinks I have ever been in. So especially standing ice level, you know, usually just wearing like a turtleneck and a skirt. It, it gets really, really cold. Oh, man, they don't let you... They don't let you wear a coat? I mean, yes, they do. But even wearing a coat, it still gets really cold really mm-hmm. fast. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go to the uh, Haynes Pavilion in Bozeman, Montana, I think that is the coldest rink I've ever been in in my life. Of course, I'll it doesn't help when you're... i on my list and <laughs> compare. Yes. When you're standing on the ice with, a you know, like an inch plywood platform, it's not very... Uh, very warm, and space heaters are your or <laughs> our friend. Hey, Kirsten Cole, uh, Kroll joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, who were your idols growing up? Uh, you know, obviously in, in sports reporting uh, with what you want to do. As far as sports reporting goes, I kind of find and get to meet new women. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole industry, getting women alike and men as well, just all the different people that you get to meet doing this career path but growing up kind of outside from the broadcasting role I always admired Erin Andrews mm. in college football she was the one that kind of I just really paved the way for a lot of people and myself included I always looked up to her but I also really looked up to Missy May Trainer as well she was one of the athletes that I really started watching right away I played volleyball she was an Olympic volleyball player and so she was one of the athletes that really made me fall in love with sports but yeah as far as broadcasters go Aaron Andrews, Samantha Ponder, Lindsay Rowley who covers for the National Predators those are all women that I kind of look up to in the industry and love to try to emulate the work that they do because I think they do a really great job. Yeah they definitely do I'm looking to follow you as your career goes on and I'm a huge supporter of women in athletics whether it's uh, you know actually playing or reporting and broadcasting and it's rare to find a guy, and I'm not bragging, but it's rare to find guys that support women in sports. I've heard, you know, I have great friends that get mad when Beth Moens is doing play-by-play of a college football game. Um, what do you say to, to people like that? I think that's a really, really good question. I thankfully have not had to encounter too much of that. I think a lot of people have been really supportive, but it was more so... For me, from my personal experiences in high school, when I would say, oh, I want to go into sports broadcasting for college, guys in high school weren't really nice about it. They kind of joke, and I'd be like, oh, good luck with that, or oh, like you're just a girl, we'll see how you do in that, or oh, a girl talking football, they'd make comments like that. And so I'd kind of just use that as motivation, like, okay, well, 
can't wait to prove you wrong. And so it's just kind of been interesting to see all the people who made those comments kind of come out of the woodwork as I've been able and fortunate enough to get this experience and cover Game Club State Hockey and be on Fox Sports and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I just kind of think back and like, I told you all that was going to happen. And I, I was able to get so many more opportunities than I ever imagined, but that was always the goal. But even looking at comments on, I think it was International Women's Day when NBC had an all-female broadcast crew for um, one of the games that they did, people were just nasty comments about all-women's broadcast saying yep. sports are their escape and they don't want to listen to a woman. They listen to their wife if they wanted to. And I just think that's unnecessary. No, I absolutely agree with you, and I think it's ridiculous uh, that that there's still that those type of guys out there, and some girls too that don't like women in sports. Uh, Kirsten Kroll joining us. You just won a big award. Tell me about it. I this semester was a really really good one for me, and so it was very rewarding too because I kind of took an untraditional path in my opinion. I planned to graduate last spring actually, but. Last spring, I also made the decision that I didn't feel like I was really ready to be done, so I decided to stay for a fifth year of undergrad. And I had won an award or two last year, but this year, I was really fortunate to get a few of them. I got um, at the BEA Awards, so it's a national competition. I submitted my sports demo reel, and I got an award of excellence for that. And then at the Midwest Student Production Awards, which is a branch of the Midwest Emmys. I got a crystal pillar for my sports reel as well. Well, that's awesome. Fantastic, and uh, congratulations. Now, did you apply for the Jim Nance Award? I have not. Oh, okay. Because uh, I don't know if you, as a, a sideline or rinkside, if you can or not. Uh, the National Sports Media Association, Dave Gordon, I mean, it's just a fantastic organization. Um, and they, they, they take care of, you know, college kids uh, that are looking for their career. Speaking of which, where are you looking to get hired at? Or are you already have a job? There might be something potentially in the works. Nothing official quite yet, though. But ideally, my ideal job, not necessarily wanting to go into local news right away, not saying that that's completely out of the question, but, you know, eventually getting to the point of being able to be on sports network or a network in general would be really cool or even just being a team reporter somewhere I think would be a dream for me. Just hockey or any sport? My top two would be baseball and hockey. I also love college football so if I ever were able to work for within the SEC and cover college football I think that would be an incredible experience. I like that. Um, Will we see college football this year? I'm hoping so. I'm kind of more on the optimistic end. I'm going to say because I've been following the news closely, even though, you know, working within news and alongside news reporters at school, I will say the past couple of weeks I've watched more news than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> I think a lot of people can probably say the same thing. But I, I do think we're kind of going to – be the other side of at least this first phase sooner than later here. So I'm hopeful that by the start of June, things will start to go back to a sense of normal. That would be fantastic. So that being said, I mean, we've seen golf announce that they're going to start in, I believe it was June, they said, and also hopefully next month, baseball is going to go back to training camp and then start the season in June, I think is what I had heard. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful that college football will be able to start on time as well. Kirsten Kroll joining us. Hey, uh, if there's anything we can ever do, don't be afraid to reach out and, um, you know, we'll do what we can. I'd love to hire you right now, but I don't, I don't, I'm just myself. So I don't even get a paycheck (laughs) Um, sitting in my home studio here. Hey, uh, but seriously, uh, thank you for joining us. Good luck in your career. And uh, I hope to stay in touch as you uh, move up the ranks because um, you're going to be famous someday. I have a feeling. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. It was really nice talking to you. Kirsten, have a great one. That is Kirsten Kroll joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Appreciate uh, her time. And uh, you can follow her online as well. Um, 
on the uh, on the on the Twitter and on the Facebook. So uh, there you go. She's going. Remember that name, Kirsten Kroll, K U R or K R U L L. She is going to be a rock star one day. And uh, congratulations. So thanks for joining us. Uh, had a great time. Uh, that is what she said, and it is brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Make sure you call ahead. Get to go. Get the uh, menu. Pay online. Get it uh, ordered online. They'll bring it out to the curbside delivery for you. Dinner's done right. All right, let's let's uh, let's get right into On This Day in History, which is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino and Restaurant. Uh, soon, hopefully, we'll be able to get back in and uh, to the Motherload, bet on some sports, watch some sports. Who knows when, but uh, hopefully soon. Call ahead, curbside delivery as well at the Motherload. Today is National Empanada Day. It is also uh, National Zoo Lovers Day. 1935 on this date, the second Augusta National Invitation Tournament, which obviously became the Masters, Gene Sarazen would win in a Monday playoff. First baseball game in Canada happened on this date, 1969. The Montreal Expos beat the New York Mets 10-9. 1969 as well, uh, the Royals, so the, the Expos, the Royals, Padres and Seattle Pilots all would win their first games. 1974, Hammer and Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run, breaking Babe Ruth's uh, record. And uh, Hank Aaron's still, in, to my, in my opinion, the all-time home run leader. Uh, 1990, Nick Faldo would win the Masters. He goes back-to-back. And uh, 2007, Zach Johnson would win his first major at the 71st Masters. 27th NCAA Women's Championship on this date in 2008. Tennessee goes back-to-back. Beating Stanford 64-48, Candace Parker led the way. Of course, Pat Summit would win eight national titles. 2012, Bubba Watson would win on the second hole of a sudden death playoff to win the Masters. Uh, 2018, Patrick Reed won his first. And uh, last year, on this date, remember what happened? We had basketball. We had a national championship game, and Virginia beat Texas Tech 85-77 in overtime. Happy birthdays today, 1940, John Havlicek. Havlicek stole the ball. Havlicek stole the ball. He was born on this date, 1940, 13-time NBA All-Star, with eight-time NBA champ with the Celtics. He died last year. 1954, Gary Carter was born, played for the Expos, played for the Mets. He was a Hall of Famer, and uh, he passed away uh, a few years ago. 1960, we just had this guy on the show the other day, John Schneider. Yep, O'Duke. Born in Mount Kisco, New York, on this date in 1960. All right, so there you go. That is On This Day in History, brought to you by our friends over at the Motherload. And now we get to go to this, if I can find it. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, so uh, we learned today that uh, Kirsten Kroll is uh, going to graduate St. Cloud State, and she's going to be uh, she's going to be awesome in her career on the uh, sports reporting, sports broadcasting, whatever she chooses to do. Thanks to her for joining us, Kate the Chemist, Doctor Kate Bieber, uh, Bieberdorf, as well. Uh, you can uh, go to katethechemist.com and get uh, uh, information on ordering her books, which are awesome to watch or uh, awesome to read. Will be awesome. Three, two, one. Will be awesome to read. And uh, some of her experiments at katethechemist.com, very fun to watch, so I highly recommend that. All right, uh, let's see. We also learned today the college national finals rodeo was called off, canceled for 2020. There will be no rodeo in Casper, Wyoming in June. And it's interesting because the NIRA was going to make its final decision May 14th about whether or not the CNFR would be held. They did it a month and six days earlier. What's that tell you, MHSA? What does that say? To me, it says there's a lot of stuff still going on that we don't know. And I think MHSA tomorrow should cancel spring sports. Yes, it will suck. But you know what? It's better to be safe than sorry. Had a great show today. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. 
You can go to JasonWalkerShow.com, download any of our uh, previous shows, including today, if you missed anything, or just want to rewatch it again. We'll do it tomorrow. Jeff Graham, great coach at Belts and writing a book on classy history and basketball, will join us. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.